The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, episode number 328. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and check out all their great articles and uh, and other podcasts as well on, the, on belly, BellyUpSports.com. Thank you for everybody who takes time out of their day to uh, listen to our show or watch on, on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel when you get a chance as well. Dave, uh, geez, football season's right around the corner. I could give a fiddler's fuck, but I actually, some people actually do. Uh, not not so much about the football season, which I do care about, because it started on on uh, on Saturday for me. The USC Trojans won, but how's your uh, fantasy football uh, research doing? What's what's he got your number one pick overall going on? What's how's that going? Well, you know, like yeah, you don't ever have a number one pick. You got to pick what what's available. It's a one keeper league, so everybody gets to 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 keep one guy. So you got to see who's available. Uh, the Broncos did uh, pretty decent last year, so I'm picking towards the bottom. Um, and then we'll see who's available. And, you know, it's, I've won it before I lost in the semis last year. Uh, so we'll see what, uh, what the fake gods have, the football gods have in store because, you know, it's a, it's a crap shoot, like injuries, fuck a team up so quick. And, you know, if you can have a running back that plays 17 games, then good for you. Cause I've, I've never once found one. Well, it, that is the thing. Now, 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 well, there should be more now because they don't get the ball as much anymore. So it should be a little easier to find one. It's not. There's like five that break points every fucking week, and there's fifteen that get have a good day here and there. Derrick Henry. I, I believe. I believe someone's going to keep him if he's available. After after every team gets to keep a pick of twelve teams. And it makes it to me on on uh, nine on the list. I'll take them. One hundred percent. I'll take them. One hundred percent. But no, I'm doing my studying. I'm getting ready. It's it's really not that scientific. Um, and uh, it it kind of did all right for me last year. Injuries cost me, but um, we'll uh, we'll see what the the gods have in store for me this year. When's your draft? Monday. It's Monday. A week today. Monday. Oh, night. a week today. I will not be able to to join you this time. I will be I will be playing for free because I won my side bet last year. So uh, I'll be go. playing for free. Dave, I was uh, driving downtown Leopards today, and there, there's some there's some crazy shit going on around Southern Alberta right now. There was an incident for McLeod on on uh, Saturday night. This, I don't want to talk about that a whole bunch, but uh, there's yeah, crazy, stupid stuff. But on, uh, I was driving down downtown Lepers today and there was a guy that it showed his intelligence level. Like, and I, I like, we don't get political. We don't, but it, but, and I don't care if you like Trump, you like Trudeau, you like this guy. I don't give a fiddler's fuck, but if you are that stupid to have on the back window of your truck, Fuck Trudeau, and then my truck is powered by liberal blood. You have to be in consideration for the dickhead of the year. How small is your dick? How small is your dick? Really? I couldn't believe it. Like I was like, Jesus. Yeah, and then so, uh, so, the third, like he had on the back windows of his truck, and then the third one says, "I like your, your hot moms or something." Like, yes, like fuck, you're an idiot, an, you're absolute, an absolute idiot, moron. Like, really, you walk around and proud of that, you know? And, and you know, just so he can roll down his window and tell people to fuck off, get it, get him to sit down and have it, and then talk about it. Five minutes, he's gonna be. You don't know what you're fucking gonna talking about, and he's gonna stomp out and 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 slam the door behind it. Like just an absolute maroon. I couldn't I don't believe. Like I, I, I like was that. just like, oh man, that, that guy. Like it's people like that. Like whatever your beliefs are, that's fine. I don't care. 
Like, you're not going to talk. I'll never see that guy again in my life. I'll see his truck maybe in the wintertime somewhere else. Like, I don't care what your beliefs are, but if you are fucking putting that out there, you're telling the world that you are an absolute jack wagon. I'm an idiot. I am an idiot. Like, it's 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 unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. Anyways, the uh, Major League Baseball season kind of weeding itself out a little bit. There's a lot a lot of teams that are kind of just saying, "Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done." The, the Jays won tonight. Uh, they're going to keep their playoff hopes alive. Slim playoff hopes as is now because the American League West is just eating themselves alive. And the way the uh, the way the the uh, Texas Rangers kind of just falling off the the, the wagon here because Rawls uh, Chapman hasn't been doing very good. It's a shocker, but uh, yeah, big games and he gives up home runs, right? Gives up home runs and walks and everything else. But uh, it's funny how like the finger pointing comes out right now. It's 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 quite humorous to me how it happens in all sports, but because we're at the end the the, uh, the end of August and the dog days of the whole season that uh, the finger pointing comes out. First, the owner comes out and says stuff. Then the GM comes out and says stuff. And then the manager comes out and says stuff. Like, when are these guys going to realize that at the end of the day, it's the GM and the owner that are making these decisions and it's them to blame and to blame a player and blame. It's, it's, it's a bit childish to me. I don't think it's necessarily childish. Um, like you're, you're paying these players and when they underperform, it's, it's, it's head scratching. Like, you know, this is, Let's let's talk about the Blue Jays because that's probably the team I do know the most about being uh, here, and that's the the news you get on the sports radio all the time here. Um, it's they're ridiculously uh, disappointing. I think they're top five in the league in batting average and bottom five hitting with runners in scoring position. That's inexcusable. That's One guy has twenty home runs on that team. Yeah, it happened, it happened yesterday. It was August twenty seventh. And, you know, I think the GM has given this team every, every opportunity to succeed. The pitching staff has been nails this year and no one thought that, especially with Hunjin Ryu and uh, Manoa. Is that the guy who Manoa went down? Manoa went down to uh, never, Neverland. Who knows where he even is right now? Yeah, exactly. And that was your, that was your ace. That was your opening day starter. And they're, they're, they're patching together. Like, ridiculously good starts uh, 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 like day in, day out, day in, day out. It's, it's not on the pitching. This is all on these big young bats who this is our year. We've they've built this team for this year to be a contender for the next couple. And the rubber has hit the road. It's time to fuck or walk. And these guys are walking. They don't want to fuck. We talk about a lot, how hard it is to win and how hard it is to build a championship team and everything else. Cause it's tough. No, there, there's no getting around that. And when, when one guy, fails you like and i'll say fail also say fails you like alec manoa did uh, did this year if they get 10 wins out of that guy or or seven quality starts whatever whatever the metrics are nowadays they're probably in a wild card spot guaranteed but now you're in the the, the end of august here and they don't know where they are what they're doing so it's it's like one guy can make such a difference because you you set your team up for this. I need this many wins from this guy. I need this many wins from this guy. This many home runs from that guy. And if you don't get it, who's to blame? But no one but the player, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this is just a failure on the team to produce. Like if no one's having a career year, no one's even play. Excuse me, they're, everybody's playing underneath their expectation. Like, I don't know how these young boys, uh, the Blue Jays are expecting to get paid, but they're not going to be making fucking Springer money next year. Who's Springer? I'm not slagging on him. He's a good player. He's He's been doing well all year. Yeah. Like, you, you got your um, Boba Shett and Danny Jansen that are fucking carrying water for this team. And and uh, the other big guns are not. And And this is not what they assembled this team for. They've been building towards this. And unless you're wanting to take the next step, if the moment's too big for you, the fuck good are you for us? Like, this is this is it now. This is the show. This is what we've been practicing for. And you're letting us down. You're letting your fans down. And I don't, I think this Schneider, I don't think he's an overly he's good the manager. Guy. He's not a good manager. But get out there and rake. Get out there and rake. The guys on the hill are battling for you. And and you guys aren't aren't giving them the support that they need. Like that loss of my I was over at my mom's house yesterday. My brother-in-law was in town 
and sister and he's a Jays fan. So I watched the majority of that game against Cleveland last night. What a fucking travesty. They, they, they button and they, walking and things and stuff. And just, oh just a wreck. God, there was absolutely no fundamental baseball and, and they lost the game and they deserve to lose the game because you know what? The guys at the plate aren't doing their job. So I'll point a finger. And that's the thing. Like you get to get away from baseball because there's no real salary cap. But then we get to a team like like football has. We need this guy to throw for this many yards. This running back to get it. Like your fancy football guy needs to have this many yards and everything else and run, like carries and la da 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 da. Because the metrics don't like numbers don't lie. Like here, like yeah, you sometimes you you fucking you, you roll into a you fall down a rabbit hole. And your team your team turns out all right, and you win something. You win some that you shouldn't have. But when you're expected, the, the wins, expected goals, expected this, expected that, don't match up. Like it's a tough go, especially when you have a salary cap league, like say hockey. Like let's say if if the if the Calgary Flames don't get whoever the fuck's playing there now, Jonathan Huberdeau. He went if, from like last year. Huberdeau was expected to get 100 points, and he yep. got 60. There's it just, was the biggest point decrease from year to year in, in NHL, NHL history. history, I think. Yeah. And so there's your season. So like, can like can fan bases and can management and can um, uh, other teammates not teammates so much because they're not going to point your fingers at a teammate, but can they go like no it, this this season this, this failure for our season is actually his fault. Like it, it can it can't like let's let's just say it's the Calgary Flames were going to be a, a Stanley Cup champion last year, but we suck because of him. How do you think, like, me and my Broncos? Like, I, I couldn't believe it yet last year. I was so excited to, to have uh, Russ Wilson come and come there, and, and and finally we got a decent quarterback, and he shits a bit. And the court and the coach shits a bit. And then, like, when you see stuff that shouldn't happen time after time after time, yeah. then, like, why is this continually to happen? Because it's, you know, the, like – it's okay to make mistakes. Repeating mistakes is not cool, especially when you're getting paid a lot of money. And that's why I think this uh, Nathaniel Hackett was a, a terrible fucking coach. I don't know what Russell Wilson, like it's, it's there's Russell Wilson is, is like his career's on the line this year. If he doesn't play average ball, he's fucking toast. He's gone because you can't, you can't be making that kind of dough and being a hindrance to the team. But it gets to a point, what does he care? Well, we're going to find they're out. Not, they're not going to cut him. They're not going to release him, right? Well, not mid-season, but he won't be He won't be on the roster in 2024. But if they're paying him, he will be. It's a lot of well, dough to eat. For a billionaire? Fuck it. Beat it. Go. Get. There's always dough to eat. That's just what you got to do, right? Like, like if you're in the NFL and if the guy is costing you games, he's not, not only is he not helping you win, he's doing the opposite. He, he He's helping the other team beat you. And that's what, I don't know if D Russ was doing that or Russell Wilson was doing that so much last year. He wasn't doing anything to win. Like it wasn't interception. It was just, he was just ineffective. And so I'm hoping uh, Sean Payton can can change that around and and remind him what his fucking job is as a quarterback in the NFL. Well, that's one thing about uh, where where your Denver Broncos are right now, and I, I I'm actually quite uh, I'm uh, I don't like having a coach move into a position like Sean Payton is. He's a uh, considered one of the all time greats. Blah blah blah. New Orleans Saints. Blah, Drew Brees. Everything else. One 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 Super Bowl, which I think you need to win more to be an all time great for as a coach, but uh, it's there's a lot of pressure on him to be the guy, especially the way he popped off two weeks ago saying that that Hackett was a bad coach. Ha- like fucking Peyton's got a lot of fucking nerve to say something like that about one of his cohorts. If he doesn't deliver, because it's fucking the same thing. Like he he might look like a fucking moron come December. I love it. I love it. I, you know, and and I completely agree with you. He can have that pan scrambler all over his face come first week of October if he's not doing it because it's week five. They play the Jets, and and so we're gonna find out. 
um, see what a rod can do in uh, with uh, uh, the New York jets. And we'll see how the Broncos are because NFL, the AFC is a tough, tough division. And, and this is going to be a grudge game. I'm looking forward to it. And it's, it's, it's fucker walk. Denver's been so not good for a while now since, uh, since paint Manning left and, and, it, and it's bothering me. It's not the, the way this organization conducts themselves. They should be in, they should be better. And I, as a fan, I'm not going to divorce them, but I'm, my patience is running thin with the way that organization is being run on a personnel level. I, I laugh at your, uh, your devotion to Peyton Manning being a Denver Bronco. Well, he won a Super Bowl, right? Like, well, they haven't but, been good since, right? Yeah, they, they could have had me back there and fucking doing whatever. He's you not a what? Denver Bronco. He's not. They shake your fucking head. He's not a Denver Bronco. You know, you know that, and I know that. No, that's not that's, that's not true. He set records for him. Like, I think he threw sixty-two touchdown passes one year. It was ridiculous. The year that the year they lost to uh, Baltimore in. In like that's what that's what annoys me about the Peyton Manning years. The year they uh, lost to Baltimore in the AFC Championship game, should that should have been their Super Bowl, and then they showed up and just shit all over themselves against the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. That should have been an, a, a win right there. And then the year they win the Super Bowl, it's because they had elite D, and that was Von Miller's team. Peyton Manning, I could piss further than he could throw that ball the year they won that Super Bowl. They had it was they had awful. A, they would have won with Tim Tebow. Timmy Tebow won a bigger a, a bigger playoff game than fucking Peyton Manning did. That's not really true. like he was That's more. more he, no, he, he was more of a game. He, he was more of a factor. But he was more of a factor in that. No, game. he wasn't. Tim oh, yes. Tebow was fucking terrible. All my buddies are phoning him up. Tebow magic. Tebow. T- I go, he's fucking terrible, man. Well, he's terrible. Hard he's line. Terrible. 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 Like, Peyton Manning was better than you Tim. Think of, Pey- of the, Peyton of Manning the, of the, Super of the, Bowl two, Of the Super Bowls that the Denver Broncos won. John Elway entered his career as a running back. And then whoever the fuck was playing football for, other than Peyton Manning on, the, on that Denver team. The quarterbacks were not factory in your Super Bowls. What are you talking about? The two John Elway Super Bowls? He, the, the last game he ever played, he was a Super Bowl MVP, man. Because they just give it to the old guy, and they, they here you go, man. Thank you. It, it says the guy who doesn't watch the games. No, I watch. Right? Thank you for your service. Here's your Super Bowl MVP. You put up some numbers. Yeah, you are high. John John Elway is in the top three quarterbacks to ever play this game. <laughs> so stop it. And he, the last game he ever played, he was a Super Bowl MVP. They so, give those to the quarterback who wins, Dave. They gave it. They didn't give it to uh, Peyton Manning because he, he only had one leg. Well, I thought you. I thought you give it to the the. the you know I'm right, and that's why you're being de- defensive. You know I I'm am right. not being right. How many? How many? How many did uh, Ben? How many Super Bowl MVPs has Ben Roethlis- Ben Roethlisberger have? Well, that I don't. I, I don't know. He has zero, right? I, I was assuming you would say that, but yeah. Well, he has zero. So he was a good guy. You, if, no, he was not because he wasn't a yes, good guy. Yes, it is, Dave. If you oh, think that you fucking, crazy. if you think Terrell Davis, right? Yes. Well, like he won the he won the MVP um, the year before. Yeah. Yeah, the year they beat Green Bay. And then Peyton won it. I'm uh, sorry, Elway uh, won it. You couldn't, remember his, you couldn't even remember his name. Because <laughs> we're talking about Peyton and John. Like, like you know, I don't have a Peyton. I don't own a Peyton Manning Denver Broncos. Because he team. was a non-factor in Denver. He, he really, they, they could have inserted a quarterback here, in my opinion. You're so it, 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 it didn't hurt to have a, a Hall of Fame guy, but he was at the fucking tail end of his fucking career. No, but he left. He left two on the table. He left two on the table. He, the the year against Baltimore and the year he didn't show up for uh, he choked against Seattle. So that was it, right? He left two on the table. He should have had three in Denver, but he's he he, but he choked didn't. in the big room. And then when when it's not up to him to win the big game, and that's when they win the big game. 
And, you know, and I think he, I, I don't, when he, when he got his title with Indy, I do believe he did get the MVP, but that was against the bears. I would have no idea. No, that was against the bears where Indy won. And, and I can't remember if that was justified or not, but you know, like, I don't know if he threw for 180 yards against, uh, against Carolina. That was Denver's defense and Von Miller just making Well, that's some getting at. Like, the, the, anointing yeah. these guys the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's a, the, everybody else actually wins you one. You give them an MVP just because. Like, uh, it's, it's yeah, quarterback, but went, but, quarterback, but to the MV, quarterback to the MVP is like goalies, goalies in, in the NHL get compromised. Yeah, you, you, you're you're completely right at that. Yeah, but we I don't know what to hear. Here you go. But I never once proclaimed Peyton Manning to be uh, to be deserving of a of a Super Bowl MVP. I do believe he won two NFL MVPs as a Denver Bronco. I and that like you know and you know and, is, and, that, and you're, you're, you're a Broncos guy. So. Is he an all time Bronco? Exactly. He hold, he, yeah, he holds passing records, but you know he's Hall he's the second. Yeah, he's the second best quarterback Denver's ever had. So they've only had five. Well, no, really? No, no. <laughs> since well, always five since this gone, week. Yeah. Been a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know There's what I mean. Like they haven't had a lot of guys over the years. Yeah. L.A. was there for so long, and so it's kind of yeah. Pointing fingers is so easy to do. Eh? Like how if it doesn't go right, you fucking that this guy, that guy. And it's funny how management does that and how. uh they throw guys under the bus. It's 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 so funny. And then fan bases throw guys under the bus. Like you were just like we were just doing here. Like if you don't win and you're this guy and that guy, like it's just it's so funny how we we're we're, uh, we're so we're, we're we're dialed in this is the year. And then when it doesn't go right, come game one forty whatever it is in baseball season, come week ten in NFL, come week fifty in uh, game game fifty in National Hockey League. Like it's funny how fan bases just turn on guys like right now. Like fuck him, how much fuck off, is- fuck you, screw that. You you made how much? I go to work every day. I do this, do that, and you're like, no. Yeah, it's it's funny. Well, how many times I would do that these- for two hundred grand? Yeah, but, but not even that. It's just like how many more years we got this guy for? And then oh yeah. Jesus, we got three more years of this. How much is he making? And and that happens all the time with every fan base, right? Like when you see guys just shitting the bed and it's just, you don't understand. And especially if you had a hate on for a guy that gets, gets acquired as a free agent or in a trade, because why are we doing this guy? Like I, I said it, um, it was right around divorce. Then other, the, the other way around, Dave, was, what, there, what, there's a parade down main street, whatever town USA, when they sign a guy like, Oh, we're going to win a championship. And it's like, Oh, this fucking guy. Oh, I, I know I said it to anybody that would listen. When the Oilers signed Lucic, it's like for six years at six and a half. I'm like, Jesus. My, my that mom is going to be a rant about that, about Lucic when she went to the, he went to the flames and holy Christ, she, she that's can't stand Lucic. But yeah, it's funny. It, it, it's funny. It's, it's really funny how, how, how fans just turn on their team, how, how management can point their fingers. Cause management signed that guy to that contract. I, I find it humorous. Like I, I really do like, well, this guy didn't hit this year. So that's why we're, where we are. Cause they, they want to save their job. Right. right. Well, the metrics say this. And if Vladdy would have hit this, or if Elway would have thrown this, or if that guy would have, if, if some bunch of guys and nuts be Christmas every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just fucking, it's crazy. Who's the biggest, uh, finger pointer you've ever had in your, uh, in your fandom. Oh, like where I said, like, it's all his fault. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like blaming coaches. Um, the, the AFC championship loss to Baltimore, it was John Fox, the coach. I don't know if you remember that, uh, Baltimore tied it up with a hail Mary with, and then they left 90 seconds on the clock. Peyton Manning, the NFL MVP, um, with, with, uh, one timeout. John Fox chose to take two knees and, and send it to overtime. You don't think that fucker could have got 40 yards in 90 seconds? Like I was just flabbergasted. That's a bad decision. It's a terrible decision. I well, first I wanted him fired the second that that pass was completed. Because how do you let someone get behind you? And then second, when they didn't go for a, a field goal, they had the kicker that had uh, that owned, I think um the, what was his name? Treadwell? It's not important, but he owned the NFL's longest field goal 
pick ever. And they didn't let him try a 60, like try and get 30 yards and try a 62 yarder. Like that, that, that blows my mind. It blew my mind. And, and, you know, and then like, I, I want him fired. I want him fired. Like I, I would have been like, if I had a bat phone, I would have picked up the bat phone. Uh, I would have been, I would have been like in Tropic Thunder, the Tom Cruise character. I never saw that. Oh, you didn't you? Well, I'll give it a watch. It was like, hey, who's, who's the, he was phoning. He's a producer, movie producer, and, and they were filming in, in Vietnam or something <laughs> like that. And like, who, who they're on video thing. Who's the head grip? Me. Walk over to the director. Walk over to him. Punch him in the face. What? Punch him in the face right now. And he punched him in the face. <laughs> he goes, you're costing me $2 million a day. And he just ripped into him. And I can say, like, who? Get me, get me the towel boy. Walk up to John Fox and punch him in the face. Oh, I was so mad. It was, it was a single worst. I, I, like he should have never been on an NFL staff of any decision making ability for the rest of his career. That was so bad. It was so bad. Is he is not? Is he is he now retired? Probably. Um, probably retired. But you know, he uh, he. Yeah, I think actually he the uh, Chicago hired him as a head coach. People still call him coach. And he goes for, for coffee and hey coach. Hey, hey fuckface. That's what I'd call him. I'm fucking drives. Hey coach, coach. Fuck that hey, drives me face. nuts. Like watching fucking or sh- hey chef, hey chef. Like watching fucking cooking. Well, I watched a movie on on Saturday night. I don't know why I'm going to talk because you were talking about movies and things. Crazy stupid love. Have you seen it? I do not Steve believe Carell and oh uh, yeah, and then a uh, good-looking Canadian guy. Yeah, and, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, really Roger. fun movie. Yeah, it was yeah, a, fun, it, it, a fun movie. It was enjoying. It was enjoyable. Yeah, Marissa Tomei and everything. Yeah, no, it was a fun it movie. Was like, teaching God. him how to pick up chicks until he found out he was picking up his daughter, daughter kind of and his wife. Yeah. Blah blah. No, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was actually a lot of fun. Anyways, yeah, it's uh, it was a fuck me. It was a. Uh, a blast in the past a little bit. It was funny. It was it was quite a good movie. Anyway, it's the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Board Bear Sports Talk and a whole lot more. This segment was brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Steve Carell. Yeah. The Office is, could be the best, single best sitcom. I've never seen it. Do yourself a favor, brother. Deanne, Deanne's it. brother, they keep telling me gotta, I got to watch. I don't have to, I'm just busy. That's not true. Well, on, watch it on Sundays when you're not watching NFL. There it is. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This thing is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420POD. No, that's wrong. 1420Lab at CalderaLab.com for 20% off the uh, best in men's skincare on the market today. Dave, I, I we talked earlier on. I know you didn't watch it, but then you watched a little bit earlier on uh, when we uh, to, to what we're going to do. But uh the Little League World Series is something near and dear to my heart. I watch it every year since I'm like 1983. I've been watching it for a long time. And yesterday was one of the uh, the better finals I've seen in a very long time. Uh, the the team from Carousel came back from a 5-1 deficit in the uh, in the top of sixth inning, hit a grand slam. Kids, you, you thought it was going to happen. And then uh, might have been one of the biggest dick swinging moves in uh, recent baseball history. Uh, kid hit a home run, first pitch, middle, middle. He went yard to winner all for the team from uh, El Segundo, California. Uh, Dave, is that something that kid will never be able to live down? Never, never. He is always going to be that. Like he's going to be the hometown hero forever. And who knows? He's 12 years old. Maybe he doesn't grow another inch. Maybe he doesn't do that. But in town history, he will go down as a legend. 
as as the walk off home run in the bottom of the sixth to to bring home the Little League World Series title to the town. He is a hero. I, I, I don't know his name. It doesn't, it doesn't much matter. Who cares? But uh, he cares his parents. But that might like I, when I when I was watching, I was like, Jesus Christ, it's going to happen. And then the the home run happened and, he, and did it. And I, I thought to myself, that might be the biggest glory days moment in the history of sport because you could like he's 12 years old so glory days like that kid might end up just fucking working for the town of el segundo he might end up selling insurance he might end up being a ceo of a company but that's one of those moments like no matter what that's gonna be one of those things and what i made me even laugh even more a little bit to myself was that even if he wants to live it down he won't be able to like the five-year oh, no. anniversary, the ten-year anniversary, his buddies gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy at the fucking home run," or if, if he he might tell it like he might try to pick up a girl ten years from now. Yeah, I hit that home run. They're like, "Yeah, there he is, fucking talking about it again." Like it's it's one of those moments. Like it's a obviously positive right now, but 10, 10 20, 30 years down the road when they're having their their reunion uh, tour at the the local American Legion, like, oh fuck. Why did I have to hit that? I'm, these guys are gonna let me tear about it all over again. Well, like how many times? Like it's, and and he's only twelve, right? He's only twelve, and that's the thing. I I I reread the Chris Drury article from when he was uh, studying it up, and uh, he was he wasn't the sportsman of the year for Sports Illustrated, but on the sportsman of the uh, the sport the athlete of the year issue, they actually had a big article on Chris Drury back in the day, and this would have been in I missed those eighty six, eighty seven, yeah. I don't get the magazine anymore, so I don't know. But nonetheless, he won a state championship in hockey, and he was uh, the starting pitcher when uh, Trumbull, Connecticut, I believe it was, won the Little League World Series. Yeah. Um, And just what a good kid. I don't know about this kid. Um, I don't know how many home runs he hit. I don't know how he pitched, whatever. But, you know, that's a moment. He hit 625 or something stupid like that over the weekend. It's it's so magnified in today's day and age. Like there's so many more eyeballs that watch that than watch Chris Drury 35 years ago. Well, that's the thing with the League World Series now is that like every game's on ESPN. Every game is mm-hmm. you, can, you, you can find it. And back in the day, they they might have showed they might have shown the international championship and the U.S. championship on Saturday on ABC, and then they would show the 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 uh, Little League World Series on on, on, on Sunday. Sunday after, yeah. And then, but way back. You would only see the little like the final, right? yeah. So, Saturday and Sunday, yeah, or like so, or Sunday, yeah. Like I remember, like that. It's it's such a great great thing. I yesterday was a funny thing. I I was thinking about you, you and Kaylee yesterday, and and how Jasper's an aspiring pitcher now. And I was thinking about uh, how he is, how you guys might your your butt cheeks might clench a little bit when Jasper's up 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 on the bump a little bit. They were interviewing the, uh, the, the, the pitcher for uh, El Segundo, California. There is his parent, the, the pitcher's parents, the guy that gave up the grandson. No, uh, no, they no. pulled him out in the fourth or the fifth. I think it was, and he was having a great oh, okay. game. Starter, yeah. And the, uh, the, uh, the interviewer from ABC, she said to the, the parents, she goes, how you doing? I'm not good. I'm not good. This isn't this isn't fun. And like, are you like that with when Jasper's out there a little bit? Like, oh, just just don't don't. I I don't think they wanted him to succeed. They were hoping that their boy wasn't going to fail. If that makes any sense. Um, I understand that mindset. And when I'm watching him pitch, I like to. If he's not pitching, I I get out in the outfield usually just so I can enjoy the game and be myself yeah. a little bit. But I'm able to uh, to stifle when uh, I want to get close and watch the boy throw it. Um, <laughs> the thing that always goes through my head, like especially this year, because he was only 13 and there were 16 year olds he was playing against and and at the dish, I said, just don't take a comebacker to the head. I was worried for his safety. Yeah. I was. I was, I was, I was more worried for his safety than anything. And when he succeeded, he succeeded. And, you know, the fact that he was pitching against kids so much older than him, I was happy for his success. He, he got better every start and I was, I was really proud of him. And, and so I wasn't, it wasn't, the ball wasn't so elite that I couldn't get nervous for his starts. Does that make sense? What I'm yeah. saying? 
Yeah. And, and so it wasn't I was playing more, for something, wasn't playing for championship. Was it was right. there, they're playing, just playing, competing. Yeah. Right. And you know, yeah. And I was I was I was always more worried for his safety than how he's doing out there. Because the Little League World Series to me, I think it's the greatest. I think it's like one of the top three sporting events on the planet. Like the way these kids are, they're put on a bit of a pedestal for two weeks. And then, and then we forget about it. We will never know who they are. We'll never see them again. Like the, the odd, the odd guy. Like, I think there's only been like 20, 25 guys who played the little league world series who've been made major leagues. Like it hasn't yeah, been, it hasn't really been a, a huge number. And it's so great to watch these kids play and compete and have a great time doing it and their parents the uh, another thing i, I thought i was thinking about yesterday was when i was uh like the, the coaches throughout the years are never dickheads the kids are never dickheads the the, the parents are never dickheads and and it's 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 nice to watch the teams you know when you, your team is good and your coach isn't a dickhead they kind of go hand in hand if you're and you, you, like Little League World Series, you never see an argument. You never stick with the umpires. You never see any ejection. You never see all the crazy shit that's going on. And I, it was it was refreshing to watch that yesterday, uh, hearing all the horror stories you hear about amateur sports or anything else. But it's uh, it's such a great great event. The kids, because that's the last time those kids will ever play with their friends ever again. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those. It's one of those things that the name on the front of the jersey actually matters a lot more in the back of the jersey because it's one of those situations where you 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 aren't worried about extra velocity. You're not worried about fucking travel ball. You're not worried about making a team. You're already on a team and you're playing. It, 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 it's such a great event to me. I agree with you, and you know, it's just you know, I, I, for twelve year olds. Um, in sport, Williamsport is such a, it's such a pedestal. There's nothing else like it in the, in, in North America for sure. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and I agree with you, right. The, these kids are good sports. Like you never see them talking shit and, and, and trying to show up an empire. I remember last year, um, this would have been the time we were in Denver. We spent those five days in Denver to go to those baseball games and there's downtime in the hotel. So you're, and it was little league world series. So I watched a ton of little league world series. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to this year um, at all. I kind of forgot it was on, even though I did have some ass time in, in whitefish, but I, I forgot to start watching uh, the little league world series. But what they do, obviously, they drill it into them. Like you, you know, if we catch anyone being an asshole on camera, like you're, you're gone, you're gone. But the because... kids seem so nice, and the parents seem so nice, and the coaches seem so nice, and it's year after year after year. Like it's 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 not a surprise that the teams in at, at that level are successful. Because like when you got a dickhead yeah. of a coach at that level, you probably aren't winning. If you get a dickhead of a parent at that level, you probably aren't winning. Yeah, you're probably not even on the team, right? Like, you know, I can't put up with this piece of shit. And that yeah. happens all the time. Like, why are we going to let bad eggs ruin the vibe that we have on the team? We have something special going here right now. And and I think a lot of coaching staffs, if, if, you, if you have the the luxury of, of leaving kids behind, you know, like, like let's leave this kid behind because either his parents are jerks or he's a jerk. And then, and then it, it makes everybody's everybody's summer because it's not just one weekend in, in, in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Oh. It's a grind, right? You, you, think, about, you think about it that like, like that else. Like I, I remember when I was fucking 12, and this is not a word of a lie. When I was 12, you like, we played the, you played in, in uh, April and May and June for Fort McLeod little league and you, you play your two games a week, whatever it was or three games a week, whatever it was. And then, so then you make the all-star team. Right. And then, so then you're, you go to tournaments and this and that, and then you have to, to, to win districts. Then you got to go to prairies and then you got to go to Canadians. So it's a weekend, weekend, weekend. It's not, it's not even weekends. It's weeks, right? It's weeks. Because so all, of a sudden, you got... all of a sudden week, week, weeks, so all of a sudden you're in the fucking third week of fucking August. Like it's a commitment, not just for the players, but for the parents more more so, obviously, right? Oh, and for it, sure, yeah. Like it's 
It's- no, I, I think it's the, I, I think the Little League World Series is right up there with anything. Like I can't. I, I don't know if any other sport could do it at, at the the uh, at the uh, amateur level like that because it, it's it's such a great event. It's so great. I agree with you. I agree with you. This um, I remember. Um, it came to me. It was the World Cup probably about 16 years ago. I don't know when, but Germany won the World Cup and and how it was at that time. They were in overtime. The first uh, uh, 10 minutes of 15 minutes of overtime was just normal. And then the next 15 minutes of overtime was the golden goal, right? You score yeah. and then you win. And this this kid from Germany uh, scored <laughs> scored the goal, the golden goal to give Germany the World Cup. And those those British broadcasters, they have such a way with the language. 21 years old, and he just wrote the first line of his eulogy. It was awesome. Like, you know, just how do you come up with that? Same with that 12 years. That kid, when he dies, whether it be in a plane crash tomorrow or it's when he's 92, they're going to mention his walk-off home run when he was 12 years old. Like, who's going to be the, the first one when he's uh, he's 12 years old, when he's uh, 42 years old, and they go to the local bar in El Segundo, California, after the 30-year anniversary of the thing? Who's the first one who brings it up? Him or one of his teammates bugging him about bringing it up all the time? I think they might, but the time they're 42 depends if they're bros and they hang out or like he might go to college someplace else and they might never see each other again. They might never see each other again. But, you know, in in uh, in 2043, they might have a 20 year anniversary. And now well, I guess you're only 32. Yeah. Right. So like like how like are like you see guys around because we all have like I tell story like I fucking talk a lot jeez I fucking talk a lot but I have stories that I tell blah 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 but then the buddies say we're gonna hear this one again Radlinski yeah we heard fucking the same fucking story whatever right so I, mm-hmm. it's 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 gonna be interesting to see like when uh, how that it'd be nice that I mean geez, twenty years from now I'll be older but uh <laughs> no I, I it's an awesome moment for a kid to, to be able to have that opportunity and then the other teammates who get a chance to be part of that and everything else and that's something you'll never forget like it's something you'll never ever forget like i i, I can't i can't think of anything I, I like in sport. I can't think of anything better. Like it's just something. what about the pitcher for the el segundo team that gave up the grand slam to tie the game like is how how happy is like obviously he's as happy as anyone because uh, he pulled his ass. So the, the fire, th- right? there's the con- okay, the- there it is. There's the conversation in, in the bar at the, at the fucking Queens Hotel. Fucking thirty years from now, like you're lucky I hit that fucking home run, you cocksucker. Because like when they're twelve, they're not they're not swearing, right? No, but uh, but that but that's it. Hey, I don't give up that grand slam. Like and I, and you're not a hero anymore. So why don't you shut your yap? You owe me. Yeah, there. Yeah, that, there's the other <laughs> side of that, right? Or you're lucky I hit that grand slam, you prick. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah it's funny. No one knows your name. Yeah, so what do you care? Yeah. Oh, it's you know, it's such a great and like that conversation thirty years from now is to be so fun. It would be so fun to to laugh and joke and and if, who knows? Like they, 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 there's a, there's a good chance most of those kids won't see each other next year, right? But well, that's not you go to different schools, you go to different things and stuff. Yeah, but they'll still be playing ball on the same like team, travel but, ball like, and stuff. Yeah, they it's all worked out. It's they'll just be together. Now. Yeah, they'll be together. Stand by me. Probably, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, but I, I don't know how it works in the states. Like, do they? Do you? Are you more concentrated now on 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 high school ball as opposed to organized ball or travel academy ball, ball and, and, and like who knows game, how that blah, works. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah so different. those guys, yeah. Like I, I, cause just by the, the actual parameters of the sport of little league, right. They all have to be from the same geographic uh, region. Yeah. So I imagine there's three, four high schools. They'll be playing against each other until they're seniors in high school yeah. for sure. And then so they'll be seeing each other. And, and then, like it's just, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's uh, like yesterday, the, like all, all like both teams, 12, 11, 12 year old kids woke up hoping to be world champion. And one 
group of kids is a, a world champion today, and it's something that can never take away. I think I, I I think it's so great. It's so great. There was three million people watching on television yesterday. Was, that, Twelve that years awesome. old. Yep. Because it's just kids playing sport, and you know there is nothing better than just watching kids play. Yeah. Kids playing in the pool, kids playing like whatever, but to watch them do it and, and and succeed and have fun. I wonder how many milkshakes were bought at Dairy Queen after that game. Well, that was one. We'll get off this in half a second and we'll go to the next segment. But that was one thing I noticed, even like at uh, at uh, regionals when I was down in Haver, Montana, a few weeks back, is that. Kids that won, the, the the team that won, they're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, wherever it was. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care. They were like, hey, and then it was over. The parents were happier than the kids were. Huh. Like the kids were like, yay, but the parents were more because the, the parents probably got hammered up that night. And the kids were like, well, we're gonna jump on an airplane. I'm like, fuck, whatever. What are, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, what can you do, right? You go, hey. And then they got like El Segundo got home today, and KTLA News was there, and like, yeah, we won. And then, mm, that's it. No, how many, how many Big Macs and Slurpees? Like, what do you think? Like, I gotta go to school tomorrow. I'm, I'm already four days, four days late because I was in fucking Williamsport last week. I'm already yeah, in school. Know. Yeah, yeah. How do you celebrate as a great as a twelve year old? Yeah, yay, we won. Like, you know, you're playing all the video games you want. Like, like, fuck, your life is already paradise, right? You're, you're playing sports, playing video games. It's going to be a kid with an alcohol problem now. Fucking drinking with his parents. Fucking drinking Bud Lights like no one's business. Yeah. He, won, he was the, the, actually the kid who gave up the fucking home run, the, the grand slam. He'll be an alcoholic in five years. No, that's not true. I don't know. I'm just kidding around. Don't be mean. I, I he's gonna. This is gonna be a, a learning point for him that you know, like you, I get knocked down and I get up again. Chumbawamba, ninety whatever the fuck that was. I <laughs> What a horrible that's song. A, well, one hit wonder. It's 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 catchy. It is a toe tapper. I'll give him that. Do you like that song? Not really, but it's oh, a toe I, tapper. I hate it. Actually, I actually hate it. That's a, that's a definite figure on the uh, skip. Yeah, yeah. Not skip. It's on the radar. It's, I don't have it on my, on any device I have. Oh, sorry, but uh, yeah, changing your. You know what? I don't hate it that much. I don't like it. I don't own it. But you know, it had its time, and and I'll and I I can tip my hat to a monster one hit wonder. That was what, a monster one hit wonder. What, what songs worse? Uh, Chumba Wamba get down knocked up again or uh, Aqua Barbie Girl. Oh, Barbie Girl's way worse. And you know, I heard it the other day. Uh, there's uh, in Whitefish. There's a oh, awesome eighty. Jake Gyllenhaal. He's got the movie I watched last night. Yeah. Um the the one said that all she all that she wants is another baby. Who sings that? Ace of Base. That is terrible. I like that the is sign. Terrible. I saw the sign. Yeah, like but that. all she wants is another baby. Terrible. That's an automatic. Horrible, that's, horrific. that's that's worse than uh, I get knocked down. Is it worse than fucking uh, Barbie Girl? Barbie Girl's worse. Barbie Ace of Base. Um, You're, no, I, think, Ace of, I agree. No, Ace, Ace of Base is that all I want is another baby is worse than Barbie Girl. But they're I, both really, really bad. They're, they're really so bad. bad. Chumba Wumba's worse than anything. No, I'll. Uh, I, 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 Chumba Wumba uh, isn't an isn't an automatic <laughs> skip for me. It's not. No, I I, 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 I expect more from you, Dave. Well, you know, it's a toe tapper. It really is a toe tapper. I'm uh, slowly becoming a Swifty. I, I well. Well, and it's I, on and all and the I time never, upstairs. Like, and I never was, but like now, okay, now you're, 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 you're preaching from the book that I just 
showed it to you. I never read it. I just I just respected her business plan. Like, and now that you're... girl can sing a pop song. Something else. It just gets in my it's a fucking earworm right into my head. <laughs> girl knows a toe tapper. There we go. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For me, we're sports talking a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com for the best in men's skin care. Oh, Danny I hate boy, that song. Danny boy. Horrible. Trouble one. I was get so knocked bad. down. Oh, <laughs> it's so easy to. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. The uh, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four bigger sports talk, and a whole lot more for this Monday night, October, or no, October, feels like October, August the 28th. The uh, Dave, uh, let's do a little who is better in call tonight. Ready to go? I'm always ready for who is better. Uh, I'm going to start as John Belushi, uh, the Blues Brothers, or... Four-time Stanley Cup champion, John Tonelli. Oh, Belushi. I'm sorry, John Tonelli. Uh, you're, you were you were good. Not a Hall of Famer, was he? I, he might be. I think he won one or two with the Islanders. He, 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 he won one with the Flames. No, he didn't get the Flames one. No, he, he got okay. the Kings, but he got four, four with, the, with the Islanders. All four, yeah. And none with the Pittsburgh Penguins? I don't think so, no. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, I'm going to have to give this one to John Belushi. Um, I was too young to be actual saddened. I wasn't happy, but I was saddened by his his death at the age of, I think, 27. But what a mark he, he, he left with that, uh, his work on Saturday Night Live. And in uh, Animal, Animal House, House, he was funny. Rimanese was he funny in Animal House, and then the Blues Brothers that was uh, kind of groundbreaking too. Um, he was he was more groundbreaking than Tonelli. Tonelli was just playing the game at a very high level, but it's the same game everybody played. He wasn't an innovator. Um, I'm going to give this one to John Belushi. I liked I, I liked Tonelli a lot. Like he was a great Islander, obviously with four cups and everything else. He's a hard nosed player. I, uh, I I I quite like John Tonelli. He was he got traded before they won the uh, the Flames won the Stanley Cup in 1989, long long time ago, as uh, Chris Daughtry says. But yeah, it's uh, that one's a toss up for me a little bit because I, I geez, Tonelli was such a Grinder, but grinder, a good, a Canadian, grinder that could good old score. Canadian boy hockey player. And then, and Belushi was funny. And then, yeah, it's uh, Animal House was really funny, like really, really funny. I, I don't, I didn't watch it enough over that. Like, watch it, yeah. Uh, that one's a toss up for me. Uh, another one here for you who is better, Vince Neal of Motley Crew fame or WWE chairman? Vince McMahon. <laughs> that one, you know, at the peak of their powers, it would be Vince Neal because no one did rock star life like Vince Neal, right? Like or Motley, uh, Crew, Motley Crew. Crew. Yeah. They Sunset were stripped the whole bit. Oh God, they were so hot and they um they they were, yeah, they were the cock a walk for eight years. They were, they, they kind of dominated. Vince McMahon really, he was more the visionary here again. Now he's, he's groundbreaking. He, he saw 
he saw the future of wrestling. He bought all these little things and he turned WWE. I've probably gotten more enjoyment out of watching wrestling than listening to Motley Crue. So on that note, I'm going to give this one to Vince McMahon, even though I think he's a total nozzle in real life and his persona, but, but he owned it and the boss and the Yorv. Yo! What, I remember those back in the days. In the, I like, like. I remember like I'm a wrestling dark from way back, and I remember watching uh, like w, the Stampede Wrestling and everything else. When McMahon and WWF bought bought Stampede Wrestling, and it was just it, it changed wrestling and the persona all all going on. Uh, Vince Neil, um, he's a bit of a nozzle when it comes down to it. Actually, like just oh, yeah, I seen Motley Crue two or three times in the, the last. Uh, 10 years for all their retirement tours or anything else his voice is uh it's, it's it's time to go i'm actually going to give this one as well to uh to vince mcmahon personally because wrestling is uh i haven't watched i haven't watched wrestling in probably 10 years i'm not gonna lie to oh, yeah it, it's been a long time it's, it, it, watched, it's just it's, it's a lot different than it was when we were growing up or when we were in our formidable years in our 20s and 30s but it's it's just different um yeah, I'll I'll go with uh, Vince McMahon as well. Uh, and I who? have seen, sorry, I have seen Motley Crue live, and it was about it was before Jasper was born, so it was about fifteen years ago. Horrible, and and it it was it was laughable. Vince Neil is sitting on his fat fucking ass. He can't even do it, and like uh, shout at the devil. Uh, he was sitting on a speaker yeah, and just it like was bad. shout, and he was just lifting his thing. He just wants to get paid now. He gave up. Yeah, it was bad. So, so uh, that's another one. I'll I'll give it to Vince McMahon. Who is better, uh, Curtis Joseph or Aerosmith fame, Joe Perry? That's this a tough good. one. This I one's good. I like this one. I was, I've never been a huge Aerosmith fan. Like, I don't, I don't own any. I think Aerosmith. they're the most highly overrated band in, in, in rock and roll history. Yeah, it's a poor man's Rolling Stones, right? And then so on. And I think Poor Man's Rolling Stones is uh, not very good. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I'm not I a think, Stones guy either. Yeah. I'm not a Stones guy either. And 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 um, what's his name? Uh, Joe Perry's Steve Tyler. Like it's, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I've never really gotten Aerosmith. So on that one, I'm going to give it to Cujo, even though I think he was always. A second fiddle. He was never the best. Like when he was an order goalie, I was he he let in heartbreaking goals. He always let in heartbreaking he goals. He made that big save at uh the Todd Marshawn goal in uh 97, 98 with the Oilers there, right before Marshawn against against Dallas. Joseph was great those two playoff years of the Oilers. Uh he was never great. He was really Oh, really you're good. wrong. You're wrong. No, I remember driving home with my buddy and just saying, like, is it just me or is Cujo just not as good as everybody thinks? Like we had this conversation. Oh, I think Cujo's great. No, and then he made that Olympic team. He got the first start and then he got all pissy pants. He got yanked. Yeah, he got he got the hook and then he was like, Oh, oh I didn't realize I was playing for the starting job. Well, what the fuck do you think you were playing for, Cujo? Um yeah, no, he's a hauler really good. I think I'd have rather have Mike Vernon than uh than uh Curtis. Mike Joker. Vernon's sick in your head because we saw Kent on 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 uh, on Friday. <laughs> there. He, that's the first thing old Kent Hare said like uh, Mikey Vernon. Oh geez, we're not doing this again, Kent. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah Aerosmith is uh yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. Ragdoll's a shitty song. A couple of toe toppers and that's it. What That's was the one that run DMC walk this way? Walk this way. That I was, like that yeah. one. Like I'll uh, fucking I'll, I'll I will get down to that one on a summertime barbecue. I love that song, man. Nah, their best song is Sweet Emotion. I like the song. Yeah, that's a good tune too. But anything like from 1987 on, those songs he had with his daughter on, on videos yeah. and shit, that was weird. Crazy and all that stuff. Like it, yeah. like there, it's um. It's pop music. It's not rock. It's pop. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, got two more, maybe one more. Um, one of the Bee Gees, Barry Gibb or Barry Melrose? <laughs> well, 
That one's interesting because you would never know Barry Malrose's name if it wasn't for Wayne Gretzky. And that's a good point. And how he milked that into career, him and uh, still on ESPN, yeah, yeah, him and uh, Milbury must be praying to the same hockey gods because they got those two asshats telling us what we should think about hockey for the last thirty fucking years for for what? What was your accomplishments? I don't understand. So Barry Melrose, I have absolutely no um, <laughs> bad hair. Yeah, bad hair, and I have no, I, I don't have a lot of respect for for the amount of sway he gets for for his accomplishments in the sport, and like even behind the mic, you know, I, I get it. You can be an average coach, but then uh, once you retire, you can add some insight behind the mic. But he never did, so I don't like him at all. The Bee Gees, they were a musical force. I like, like the Bee Gees a lot. Same, same man. Like, I, I, I like watch... a lot. Like it's, it's. I, I listen to uh, on Sirius Radio. I, li- I listen to uh, if you want to sponsor us, Sirius Radio. But uh, I listen to them a lot. Like the uh, Yacht Rock Radio. And yeah. Fuck. I I love the Bee Gees. I I think it's on Amazon. I don't know where I watch it. I watched a Bee Gees documentary, and it was awesome. I didn't realize how influential they are. Like when when the disco sucks came, they just w- fucking hit a little bit, and uh, they wrote songs. Like uh, I don't know. I don't know which uh, Gib brother. I don't know if was, I think it was Barry. I think he wrote Islands in the Stream. Like like. Just hit makers. All they did was write fucking hits. Kenny and, and Dolly. Oh yeah. It, it would have been. Uh, it would have been. Uh, it would have been Barry. Uh, probably, but like, yeah, they like. I don't yeah, know. like, I like, like I know. yeah. I, I won't stand for people besmirching the musical careers of the Bee Gees. I like the. I like the Bee Gees a lot. Yeah. Who's better, okay. Who's better, the Bee Gees or Chicago? Ben. Bee Gees by a ton. Really. Saturday Night Fever was the number one selling album of all time until until Thriller. Thriller. Chicago has four hits. Like you can play probably ten BG hits. Oh, Chicago's got way more than that, Dave. Chicago's fantastic. Ah, Saturday in the Park, and then it's done. You're the inspiration. Oh, hate it. Oh. Sometimes I don't know if I'm listening to Chicago or Ario Speedwagon or Air Supply. Hand on chin, neck, and are you inspiration? Those, yeah, oh those three God. songs, those three groups, uh, like honestly, Air Supply, Ario Speedwagon, and uh, Chicago. Are just no, Chicago's ballad. really good. Yeah, they're Chicago's okay. really good. Yeah. They ain't BG good. Well, no, I. Oh, maybe you're right. Uh, last one. Who is better? Um, I got nine of them written down here. Chris Sale or Chris Farley? Chris Sale was is who? Pitcher for the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. I wait in this one. Farley. 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 By a ton, man. Like Chris Sale, like he had a. I, he what, he had a Cy Young with Boston, and then now he's hurt. Or he's coming back, or what's he going to do? Um, Chris Farley once again, uh, too young a death, but just iconic, like that uh, Tommy Boy shit he did. His run funny. on his 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 run on Saturday Night Live with uh, uh, living in a van down by the river. That was so funny. Don't you remember that? Oh yeah, so and so. Yeah, he was funny. Chris Sale, and I'm not a Boston guy. He did get that one World Series, so didn't he? Do you like Farley more than Sandler? Yes, Sandler I think is overrated. Huh. I don't care for Sandler that much. I like Sandler better on Saturday Night Live than any one of his movies. I don't love any one of his movies. I love like Sandler. Yeah, I, I I don't dislike him, but I think he's really overrated. He ain't no Robin Williams. I thought he, Wedding Singer was really good. That was okay. I laughed at that that, that movie. Um, the songs and stuff and the things. I like. I think Mike Myers is better than than uh, Adam. Mike Sandler. Myers is overrated. I think uh, Adam Sandler and um, Mike Myers no John Candy. 
Mike Myers or oh. no Joel Flaherty. Mike Myers is no, no. SCTV John Cannon any, any of it. Yeah. Mike um, Myers would not have made SCTV. Well, his once again, his Wayne's Road was hilarious. So I married an axe murder was hilarious. Axe murder is really good. Yeah. And Wayne's Road is better than anything that Adam Sandler put out as well, I believe. Wayne's World won. Yes. Uh, but still, like, that's like, I don't think Happy Gilmer's that funny. I think Wedding Singer's okay. I think, I think Adam Sandler and Jimmy Fallon are about as funny as each other. And they can laugh at each other's jokes all day because that's all those fuckers do. They laugh I at think each that jokes. you and me are funnier than fucking Jimmy Fallon. Together. <laughs> yeah, but we don't kiss ass like he does. Yeah. Me, me and you together are funnier than Jimmy Fallon. Probably not as talented, but funnier. Funnier. Funny. I don't even know what that even means. Anyways, uh, Dave, uh, we'll back on Mondays and Thursdays. You got your draft happening on uh, on on Thursday on the next Monday night. A week today, oh. I will be drafting. Uh, the yeah, team. what's uh, what's going on the rest of the week? Um, just kind of getting uh, back into a schedule. My wife, being a principal, has to go to school this week to get ready for the kids. So this is Josh. Josh for his last week of holidays. He gets. He gets the run of the house. He's going to run roughshod all day. How's his uh, fork ball coming? Jasper, how's the fork ball coming? Hasn't worked on it yet. Amateur hour. I don't know. No doubt. Anyways. But, but he's but he's loving his he's loving the progress of his changeup. He's throwing it. He's throwing it for strikes all the time, and it and a it's fastball, a changeup, and then the fork ball. You'll be in the Wimble in no time soon. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four of your worst sports talking a whole lot more. <laughs> take care of each other more importantly. Take care of yourself. Take your round. Keep you sick on the ice. Someone else safe. Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. Have a good night, folks. I'll see you on Thursday night. I say fuck the pork ball. Learn how to throw that shit with your left hand. Well, it's a little late for Jasper. Ah, it's never too late to learn how to throw with your left. It's Is too it? late for love. Jeff Leppard said so. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs>